I kind of got this fragment of an interview they did with someone, and it's like a non-techie interview, but the guy said, I would really like to see a VR time machine. And I thought, what the hell's a VR time machine? <laughs> and then he explained, it's like through VR, you can just dial up a point in time, 1922, and then your whole VR environment turns into 1922. And okay. then you're basically just experiencing 1922 as though you would travel back there in time. Isn't that an amazing idea? Well, so that way you're not literally traveling in time, but you are, I don't know, theoretically traveling in time, you know. Okay, and that, listeners, is a great way to segue into the 67th episode of the Overclock Podcast. I am Lindsay Shooters, sharpshooters on the internet, S-H-A-R-P-S-C-H-U-T-T-E-R-S. I am their opinion guy on the internet, and I am joined, as always, by editor of Tech Magazine and Tech Lumery, um, Gavin Dudley. Gavin, we are in a lovely setting today. We are so sexy compared <laughs> to our regular. <laughs> our regular is plastic placemats. Cheap ass crockery, dull, dark environment. Cow skin couches. Yes, also you known as, know where it also is. known as <laughs> the spur. We go to the spur just because it's convenient, but we've known for some time that we're better than the spur. Okay, and, and now, now we are at the kitchen in We are Woodstock. at the kitchen. The kitchen, my sister's daily, has been going for over a decade, I believe. Well, it used to be the dining room, and now it's Well, the no, kitchen. no, no. It always was the kitchen. The dining room was a separate project for people to come and have lunches and dinners and things. But in the end, they just ended up expanding the kitchen to like three times its original size because it was permanently packed and crowded and you couldn't move. So now it's three times the size, and it's still getting packed and crowded. But most excellent food. So this is on Sir Lowry Road in Cape Town. Sir Lowry Road is actually just the main road through Cape Town. And this is number 111. And I can guarantee you an exceptional experience, not just through the food. Although the food itself is an experience just to look at, even before you've eaten it. <clears throat> but just the vibe, decor, just a great place to hang out and you can tell that by all the people who are hanging out here hmm. but Gavin okay cool that's enough marketing <laughs> <laughs> 111 Sir Lowry Street in Cape Town this is our last episode for the year it so is. I think we should kick it off a little bit differently let's just run through some news Gavin Gavin what has been happening in the world of South Africa technology well not a lot not rain a lot. has slipped down the ranks <laughs> as an ISP so my, my broadband which is probably South Africa's biggest tech website um, does an annual ISP survey and this year I think they had something like 13,000 respondents where people check in how their service provider performed and their experiences and so on and um, at the top of the rating are I'm not going to call them obscure ISPs I'm going to call them smaller ISPs because yeah. not everyone knows about them and they haven't been around as long as some of the oldest but at the top rated ISP is CyberSpot the second rated ISP is Supersonic who I've never even heard of so um, the bigger ISPs like uh, AfriHost, WebAfrica, they're all kind of in the middle range. And then the super big ISPs like MWeb and Internet Solutions and Vodacom and these people, they're all languishing at the bottom of the list. Yeah, Interesting. because the problem is the more customers you have, the more traffic there is on your network and the less overall speed you see. Yes, but also I think they rated customer service. I think they weighted customer service quite heavily in the equation. And inevitably, when you've got gazillions of consumers, your customer service is going to suffer because it's hard to scale up customer service to make it be a great experience for everyone. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, Rain, obviously, they started off with a bang. They had all those specials going. And so someone was selling them. I think it was the CEO of MTN. 
was telling them you guys are going to have problems when yep. you when you yep. grow yep. your yep. network or at least your your subscriber base and then they actually stopped a lot of the freebies they were giving away yep. and they just yeah the average speeds have more than half. <laughs> yeah, although a person has to imagine that since Rain doesn't have much of its own infrastructure, it is really just leasing infrastructure from other service providers and then on-selling that stuff. But they put up their own infrastructure. As Not well. much. Yeah, I mean, they, they have. They have done. There's a there's a tower oh. site next to me actually. Oh, I see. Oh. Okay, because you you can imagine the ISPs see them as a threat and then start making their lives difficult. You yeah. know, so who knows? Who knows what the truth of the story is? But just to reiterate, yeah, so, so Rain took a bit of a pounding. My preferred ISP is AfriHost. They're middling in the range. And uh, Web Africa is another big one that I think a lot of discerning consumers are mm. into. But the, the likes of MWeb, Vodacom, Rain, Telcom are all down at the bottom of the list, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, the takeaway is maybe diversify your choice of ISP. Or work on your customer service because that's really what matters a lot of the time, you know? Most yeah. people are not using you at their full capacity all the time, but when something goes wrong, they really need you to respond. It was yeah. very weird. Um, Vumatel went into my sister's neighborhood now, tore mm. up their paving, and then just like put slap the box like right onto their house. Okay. Um, and now it's a, they like, ooh, what, what ISP should I... like? To educate them that you can, you don't have to use Vomitel, like yes, you can yes, use yes, different ISPs, yes. was a completely alien subject mm. to, to, to discuss with them. Oh. And, and it turns out like Vodacom are having some excellent deals now, like 10 uh, megs up. I, uh, I'm wary of Vodacom here, yeah? I'm wary, I don't know why, it's just their reputation in the mobile game has been to kind of price high and make you pay a premium and then convince you you've got the best network. You know, I just I'm not buying into it wholesale. But in the new year, I'm going to report back on the fiber rollout to my home, which has only been going on since February this year. Are you on fiber already? No, that's the point. They dug <laughs> up the pavement twice since February and I still don't have a connection. And I'm getting told, oh, it's going live, it's going live, but nothing is actually happening. And they're trying to make me believe there's lots and lots of red tape and bureaucracy. I cannot believe that you cannot sort that out from February until now, you know. So I'm kind of all embittered. So the, the main provider in my area is called Frogfoot. And I must say there's no love lost between me and them. But I'm hoping that when they actually bring the connections up and bring it into my house, I'm going to be using AfriHost to appear to be offering me the best deals. Yeah, I, I actually just love living out in the sticks now because I don't have the hope. I don't, I, <laughs> no one, no one Give is up giving all me hope. The hope. You, so come here. Vodacom said that they, um, Telcom said they're swapping us over to LTE, um, uh -huh. free of charge. We'll have the same package that we have now. And did it happen? Um, I, I'm still waiting for the technicians oh, to come with geez, the router. How long have you been waiting? <laughs> uh, probably about I think two it's months, months now. Yeah, 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 it's about two I, months. I remember when it started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Damn. fine. My, my, my thing's still working. Okay. Still, all right. I, my ADSL is still working out fine for me. I'm oh. actually getting great touch wood. I'm actually getting great throughput as usual, and I've set up my Wi-Fi network where I'm almost getting, I'm getting like 95% of my, of my connection. What you expect? Yeah, okay. On, on Wi-Fi, which is great. Yeah, I'm not gonna fess up to how bad things are in my home. I've upgraded <laughs> so many bits and pieces, but the bottleneck remains. The actual cable that goes across the lawn to the post. Yes. It's just a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And our infrastructure, cool. I think, in our area, very old. Moving on. Moving on. Small update on the ESCOM situation. So, hmm. um, Mr. Oberholzer. Uh, the current acting CEO, is he still acting or has he taken on, I forget. I don't know, yeah. He had a press conference and he just like spoke quite candidly about everything and allegedly, well to him, <coughs> sorry, 
and he's a he's a guy. He comes from good ESCOM stock. His mm. dad worked at ESCOM. Mm. Um, he grew up in an ESCOM home. Okay, all right. Um, one of those, you know, the company. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, his mom still lives there, and she doesn't have a generator allegedly. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, his thing is, we've just neglected uh, maintenance on on a lot of our power stations so far. Um, the planning was good for to catch up to the usage, the projected usage. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, there's been problems with the building. So when Hitachi was taken over by, I forget who now. So Hitachi originally provided all the heavy engineering that yeah. goes into the new power station. So the boilers and stuff. So when they were taken over, um, the the customer experience has improved now. They are working hard. But they were taken over by a Japanese firm. Yeah. So so like apparently the the fix to Madupi's boilers is being implemented in the first quarter of next year and then after that they'll move on to Kosile which isn't synced to the grid right now. Okay, then there was that other evil rumor which I couldn't get to the bottom of that about whether sabotaged. it had been sabotaged. So yeah. not particularly at Madupi but at two of the other sites mm. there has been sabotage. And what the sabotage amounted to is that someone disconnected the early warning system for stuff going wrong. Yeah. So that when stuff went wrong, you couldn't quickly rush out and stop it or fix it. It actually turned into a crisis before you would notice it because they disconnected the warning system. And then apparently the wet coal thing, mm. that is actually because they had um, more than expected drains. Uh. And like when those things happen, it floods into all sorts of stuff. Like some of the breakdowns well. were because it was flooding into into cable cable boxes okay. and then what they so they hard compact the coal in certain sites okay to guard against like they learned since the last time okay the coal so it's got not wet. just piles of coal standing there they actually yeah, they, package they it up compacted yeah. them so then you just scrape off the top layer mm. so the rains that came was so much that it actually just penetrated soaked, yeah soaked oh, all the geez. way through and the coal was sitting in like on, on the conveyor belts actually was the big problem okay so as as the con where the coal comes onto the conveyor belt yeah um that's where it just the rain See, just ran down the conveyor belt the thing is i just don't think this sort of thing happens <laughs> in you know sweden and germany and you know so i still maintain come on we got to pick so up our I'm act actually, Great that you mentioned those two countries. Oh, I see. So there's been this whole spiel I've been investigating, like what the city of Cape Town's plans are, because they they putting out a lot of press now saying of their plans for the future of taking the Western Cape uh, like off grid or something. Right. Of okay. Cape Town at yeah. least. And then you're like, mm, you don't own any distribution lines, bro. Yeah. Uh, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> fanciful notion. Yeah. I mean, the Cape's been lobbying to provide its own power supply. So it, the it biggest problem that we have in South Africa is when we measure ourselves against um, other countries where they have other sorts of solutions, more green solutions, sustainable, what do you call it, renewable solutions, mm. like probably 25% of their energy usage <coughs> comes mm. from gas. They don't have electric um, ovens uh, in their houses. Okay, South so Africa, that takes a huge load off the grid, yeah. Outside of Joburg, um, the gas situation in South Africa is not really good. No, it's not. <laughs> and even in Joburg, it's ancient infrastructure and you're discouraged from using it, actually. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah but the good people of Parkhurst are rolling on Igoli gas. Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and a couple of other suburbs. When I lived there, we, we lived on gas. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, all so right, but I think we're a bit in the weeds there. I think the, the bottom line is we're smiling today because there's no load shedding. But, yes. you know... It's coming. I'm, it's coming like, again. It I live in again. fear. Yeah. They need yeah. to set up yeah. their maintenance schedule. 
Uh, Madupi's not going to be online for a while. Oh, jeez, yeah, it's, man. It's, it's uh, January and February is going to be uh, uh, trying times. Oh. But moving on, Gavin, to mm. happier things. Yes. It's the last show of the year. It is. We have gone through a lot of gadgets. I know <laughs> you've probably tested like all of the, the, the low-end phones. Uh-huh. <laughs> we try. I've, I've, I've now rounded out. I have the iPhone 11 with me. I rounded oh, I out see. my top end. Uh-huh. Um, there's not much outside of the Mate 30 Pro that wasn't launched here. Yeah. Um, that, Gavin, just a point on that. DxO mark. Yes. I've lost complete respect for that company. Yeah, I think ever since they, they became a selling point for the big manufacturers, it feels almost as though they're being a little bit co-opted, you know. Yeah. Um, so so I don't set much store by that. But then again, I don't set much store by any of those metrics. You know, yeah. the, the, so the, the performance of the camera company, is so much in the hands of the user. The you know, so. company would do phone, re- uh, they, they test. Highly, highly scientific now. camera testing for uh, cell phone camera <laughs> testing. Well, the and much they, they more scientific do audio than now us. as well. And, oh the, and surprisingly, goodness. surprisingly, Gavin, uh, the LGs are not topping the list. Oh my goodness! And then you well, just look at them and you're like, no, dude, you are doing wrong, yeah. everything wrong. <laughs> everybody else who tests these things scientifically okay. um, are getting metrics that are so, far above what you are. So I guess what we're saying is that when you see a phone marketed as having some fantastic DxO yeah. score, let's or just say playmate. Yeah, we've become a whole lot more skeptical about the DxO score, even those who maybe don't know anything yeah, about so the they, DxO score. Yeah, so they put out the, the, the test of the Mate 30 Pro 5G, the right. Huawei Mate 30 Which is now the leading camera, according 123 to 123 points. I mean, the points don't mean anything, Yes, really. yes. Um, but yeah, it's the top of the... That's the best of the best. Okay. It's the absolute best of the best, Kevin. Well, you're only skeptical because you've got the iPhone 11, and you yes. think the iPhone and 11 is the best is of the best. This is the best camera oh, on a phone please. right now, Kevin. Oh, going there. Fusion is a thing. <laughs> uh, oh, this is the sweater, sweater mode. Yeah, sweater yeah. mode. Sweater uh. mode is a thing. Yeah, it's just such. But anyway, let's get okay. into. Just, so, just for those who don't know, sweater mode was a new camera mode. They demonstrated whether you, you could actually photograph textured things like sweaters, and no, it would so show up. It, it works in the background. The AI <laughs> fires off like a couple of images, samples those images, then breaks down by the pixel, <laughs> and pieces it back together like enhancing and doing like amazing things pixel for pixel and, and apple's calling that what is its term deep fusion deep fusion and it's incredible Gavin. it takes <laughs> a little bit of time when you open up the, the image like it, it gives like a little uh-huh. step and then it, it just and yeah the textures come out i've shot this amazing okay. image okay well yeah. you see my version of cell phone photography is Oh, look at that funny bumper sticker on the back of that car. Snap. You know, walking down the street. Oh, look at that incredibly strange color that of that sign. Snap. You know, deep fusion don't mean a thing to the me. Other, the other know? thing is these auto modes are, are important for most people. Okay. Um, Gavin, Why? I mean, what are they photographing? Like plates of food? Because no? you want the picture yeah. to come out good. You want it to be as good yeah, as it can Yeah, but not when be. you're snapping like bumper stickers in the traffic like I am. Okay, but uh, maybe I'm not the typical use case. Yeah. Okay. yeah, if you are an influencer and you're using your smartphone to create content, yes, I it think is the best phone you can pandering use Pandering right to the influencers will send you straight to hell, Lindsay. Straight to hell. Apple's I'm going so straight to sorry. hell. I'm so sorry. Sorry to all the influencers <laughs> listening to this. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I all right. Like, I know you so, don't like being called. So your point, is the, your point is you're loving your iPhone 11 iPhone 11, best camera on a phone for 2019. Okay, I don't set a whole lot of store by the cameras. My photography skills are just not nearly good enough. I want convenience. And most importantly, I hate when people overspend on a phone. They get so over-invested in the performance of that phone, which is really just marketing. Because really, 
you want to spend 5,000, 6,000 Rand on a phone and get everything in spades. As a result, my top phone for the year is the Huawei Y9 Prime, which has a 6.6-inch screen. Almost the biggest screen of any phone we've ever tested. Massive screen, and it backs it up with a really big battery, 4,000 milliamp hour battery. It's got everything in spades, works like a dream, feels like a dream, 5,500 Rand. Your phone, Lindsay, costing... 15,000 Rand, that's right. So, you're going to be paying that off for the rest of your life at 800 Rand a month. And that's before you've bought any data. My phone you can buy for cash at 5,500 Rand. And I promise you, most of us would not be able to know the difference between Lindsay's photo and my photo. Well, the one is an iPhone, the other one is an Android That's phone, right. Which and I've, now, I've now started to see some major differences between the thoughtfulness of design. Uh, so on the way here, oh, Gavin, I was using Google Maps. Oh, we drank the Kool-Aid, drank the I was Kool-Aid. using Google Maps, which is uh-huh. not an Apple program, just by the way, it's not yeah. Apple software. And if they, took, if, they, if they took it away from Apple, where would Apple be? You would have no maps, bro. You would have Apple Maps, which has become Ooh, quite good. Oh, really? <laughs> That's the joke of the year. Can we put that down as the joke of the year? Apple Maps has become quite good. It is quite good. It's reached parity with a okay, lot of things. Moving on, moving anyway, on. So your point with Maps. So the point with Maps is, so I was recording a voice message mm. um, to send to Gavin to say, please get me next to a power outlet, maybe with our backs to the wall. Um, and then you go out of the screen, and you know on Android you get picture-in-picture picture, um, with, the, with the Google Maps. Yes. But sometimes you can go out of picture-in-picture. Yeah. And then you have to pull down the notification shade. So this is while you're driving, just okay. by the way. Right. So Apple just has a little blue pole in the top left-hand corner of the screen that says that Google Maps is using navigation right. in the background. And you can jump straight back Yeah, you it. just press the blue pole mm. and you jump straight back into it. It was so convenient. Okay. And among many other things that I found in iOS 13, um, some little features, just little flourishes, little pops. Mm. And just, uh, dude, I've, I've reached the point now where, as I said last time, I'm trying to move everyone I care for over to an iPhone. Because yeah, most Apple people work exactly like that. Once they've got one, they want everybody else to have one too because they just, you know, it's like it's called evangelism. And there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's been studies done on why people evangelize for Apple and its products. I just think yeah. that the user experience is far superior than anything I've used on Android. Oh, Which okay. brings me to my close second finish mm. for phone of the year. I know I've ranted about the battery life because the battery life is horrible, mm. um, but the Galaxy, the Samsung Galaxy S10, it was just such a stand-up, it's the perfect size of a phone. Okay, so that's now sort of about seven months old, yeah? Yeah, the seven S10. months old. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> battery life is the only real downside. It, it really did everything in spades when it came out in about uh, June, I think, yeah. Uh, no, it came out in March. Oh, I see, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, March. before uh, W, uh, before... Mobile World Congress. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So, yeah, that's that. That was my second one. Gadget of the year for me, mm. definitely the iPad Mini Five. So they okay. took the iPhone XS chip mm. internals, <coughs> they shoved it into the iPad Air, and then they weren't done. They were like, "Bugger it, we're gonna take this four-year-old Further. iPad Mini, and we're going to shove all of this power into the small mm. size, and the battery lasts all day, and you get the full iPad experience in a palmable." Yeah, I mean, the, almost the only thing Lindsay and I agree on, apart from the fact that we're fabulous, the only other thing we agree on is that the iPad is a runaway success story for Apple and for tablets in general. Very few tablets even compare, yeah. in our opinion. And with an especially iPad. on the so, Mini, there's just nothing in the Android ecosystem 
that can touch it. Yeah, okay, at, at, so... In the form factor. So if you're going to get a tablet, just get an iPad. doesn't matter what other device you're using. Yeah. These days, compatibility is not a big issue. Get, get an iPad. Yeah, the only, the only problem is file transfer and file management um, okay. is a bit of a problem. Yeah, well, they're trying to remedy that. But, you know, if you use the cloud, it's less of a problem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so your price for the iPad mini with is its 6-inch uh, screen, is it? No, no, no. It's, it's a 7-inch seven, seven screen. Yeah, 7 point... I forget. It's 6.8. Okay. 6.8, but it's a 4x3 um, Right, a little, bit, so little more a, square. Yeah. yeah okay, so and your the, price is? The price is 6,500 Rand. Yeah, that's still a bit of a premium. And for most other tablets that size, you're going to pay more like three and a half, four. Yeah. But uh, we still think, even under those circumstances, you're going to get an iPad. Get yeah, an just iPad mini or a regular iPad. Yeah, just mm. the, the future-proofing is also just okay. crazy. Yeah, okay, so that's your you like three years maybe. That's your gadget of the year. So your two favorite gadgets <laughs> of the year are yeah. both Apple products. No surprises there. You've thrown yes. in a little bit of S10 yes. just to, to make it look but a little the less iPhone biased. 11 is my phone of the year. Um, uh. My laptop of the year <laughs> is an interesting one. The Lenovo Y740. Lenovo Y740. That's the gaming one. Yes, the yes, gaming okay. one. Mm. So that is in the Core i5 with the 10, the GTX... 2060 okay. or no, it's RTX, RTX 2060 yeah, yeah, yeah. NVIDIA. So that's NVIDIA's card. very latest uh, graphic chip configuration. Yeah, it's with kind of the, 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 the yeah. mid-range one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's just like for <coughs> 23 grand, you're not going to get a much more powerful laptop. No, that's true. That's true. I mean, it's, it's, it's actually, got 8 gigs of RAM, but you can expand that up yeah. to 32, I a, think. It's not a bad deal. Yeah. I mean, it's not an exceptionally good deal, but not a bad yeah. deal, certainly. And it My, looks good. My laptop, I feel, you know, unless you have a very specific business case for buying an expensive thin and light laptop, I think you should be shopping around the 10, 11, 12,000 mm -hmm. Rand category. There, uh, my uh, laptop of the year is the Acer Swift 3, weighing a mere 1.2 kilograms. Can you believe it? 1.2 kilograms, 8 gigs of RAM, SSD, and it's got a great NVIDIA gaming graphics chip built in called the MX250. So you're getting pretty good gaming graphics on your work laptop. And for only 11,000 Rand, you're getting an i5 weighing 1.2 kilograms, 8 gigs of RAM, and 500 meg SSD. That, that comes in a, a Ryzen spec as well, eh? Yes. So uh, Ryzen is something we must maybe deal with in a future yeah, show. Yeah, the, the AMD processors. It's I'm warming up to Ryzen quickly. Yes, I yeah, was yeah, looking yeah. at an Asus ZenBook 14. Yes. Um, I love the, Asus ZenBook the Ryzen as a, as a 5. Yeah. And it has very, very similar graphics, but the Radeon built-in graphics that comes on there mm. just outperforms the NVIDIA right. MX250, which is the equivalent right. um, so, by, so like, by spades, man. So AMD is really the only rival to Intel yeah. and, and at, a, at a quite a distance, but they inevitably match it in performance and undercut it in price. And one of their technologies is they have the graphics chip and the processor built into a single unit called an APU. But yeah. that's totally in the weeds. We should move on. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call you on wearable of the year. Don't say freaking Apple Watch. Because okay? <laughs> there's just no way on wearable earth you could of the possibly year, I don't have it. one. I actually don't ah. have one right now okay. because the, the Versa 2, Fitbit Versa 2, which would have been my yeah. default pick, yeah. wasn't that impressive for me. I don't like the Alexa integration. Yeah, not um, much I'm looking. having troubles with the new software that just came out uh -huh. like a couple of weeks uh -huh. ago. Um, they've... Yeah, they've taken, they've moved things around in a way that I don't quite understand okay. what they're doing. I think it's a, it's a good looking product, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's yeah. just, it, maybe it doesn't stand out as a product of the year. However, the Huawei 
watch the GT2. Yeah, I've really no stands with out it, but for I've me. heard good things. Ah, yeah. oh, it's, it's just been an amazing product. I mean, the latest thing is taking phone calls on the watch, which is like <laughs> a whole, you know, it sounds like a gimmick, except that I find myself walking away from my desk, and then my phone rings, and I don't have to rush over to my desk. You just take the call on Gavin, the watch. It's great. Kevin, I will actually pull up the audio. Uh, from a couple of episodes ago okay, where, where you were laughing why at would you idea. want to talk at your watch <laughs> yeah, okay. so no. I'm sorry that you are finally catching on to what the world has been doing for no, a long no, time it's just it's just, it's because it happened seamlessly and it wasn't a feature I was looking for yeah. and I, you know anyway so the most important thing about the Huawei watch is battery life which is two weeks of battery life that's with music stored on it taking phone calls GPS workouts the works you're still getting two weeks battery life special so. mention um, the Samsung Galaxy Active Galaxy Watch Active 2. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they brought back kind of the rotating bezel, which was one of the greatest ways mm. to interact with the watch. But it's, it's now it's a touch one now. Oh, okay. You run your finger around the outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, battery life is also good. It's Nothing nice like and stylish. Weeks, Nobody's getting two weeks. No, no, even no, close. no. Everybody else getting one week. Yeah. Uh, Garmin will fight you though. <laughs> yeah, but Garmin display is boring as dull, boring. Okay, but uh, moving on. I mean, I, I I would like to do a shout out for the Samsung Galaxy Buds three. Is it three or two? The Galaxy Buds. It's yeah, just I know, the Galaxy but they started Buds. off with what. Different models, and now no, they, that's that, that wasn't Galaxy Buds. Okay, the new ones are Galaxy Buds. It's sort Buds. of the second version of Galaxy Buds, but they don't have a name, they're just called Galaxy Buds, and they really are rocking. Most comfortable fit, most reliable connectivity, great battery life, great carrying case. All Terrible microphones, please do not oh, make or take some. I haven't, phone haven't done much on that. Okay, just a Everyone shout out. I will for hate those. you. <laughs> okay. Oh, can I do one one last shout out? Go for it, man. Mobile game of the year. Man, I wasted countless days of my life on this game. It's called Football Manager no, 2020. No, that's, that's you. <laughs> okay. No, it's called Woody Puzzle. It's almost like Tetris, except you get all the pieces and you have to arrange them on the board. And I don't know, it's just so satisfying making rows, making score. Man, I don't know why this game worked for me. It's obviously a dopamine thing, okay? Little dopamine pings all through the day. I cannot get away from this bloody game eventually I had to take it off my phone and now all I want to do is put it back on the phone okay oh okay woody puzzle look out for it but beware it's kind of mobile game crack yeah going on to mobile software um definitely live live transcribe by Google Google product um, it's yeah. an Android exclusive right now you can't find it on on, on iOS okay it's just an awesome, awesome way to uh, transcribe audio yeah so whatever it hears it, it presents to you in in word form so um you know if it just overhears a conversation it'll just start printing the words on the screen and uh very useful for journalists in interviews there's nothing quite like having to capture an interview live typing while people are speaking this way it does the live typing for you very useful mm. yeah no that's that's definitely up there um microsoft has also become really great with their their software this year as well 2019 has definitely been the year for software for them mm. um, then moving on to just the streaming wars mm. um, my winner still is Showmax Showmax has really taken leaps mm. and bounds this year and you've convinced me I need to move back to Showmax I must yeah. say mm. you convinced me doing all of the catch-up duties for mm. DSTV now is amazing you get all the yeah. latest movies and getting a nice bouquet shows, of stuff the, yeah, yeah, HBO yeah. shows come straight um, onto Showmax as well it's so 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 good for me, I see you have down here Spotify or YouTube. 
I'm gonna say you uh, wait 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 let me guess you're going with an Apple product oh my goodness I'm shocked shocked I Lindsay. still hate the Spotify app it's terrible <laughs> it is not a great app I must say it's a good service <laughs> not a great app yeah 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 um yeah but they've they've been doing good they've, I mean they bought they bought Gimlet Anchor. Media as well they bought, and they bought Anchor which I used to upload this podcast yeah um so they're investing a lot into artists and into the, the podcasting space yeah which I can applaud them for oh. um there's been all sorts of deals going around yeah, yeah. so Sp- Spotify it took a long time for Spotify to get to South Africa but I mean we, we don't really know who's subscribing to what in South Africa yet there's no real data broken out for that but yeah but the best thing that I probably subscribed to this year was YouTube Premium Yes, I got free YouTube Premium for a With couple of Samsung. months. Yes, so, yeah. so I've been using that now. I don't know if I will notice when the premium ends. Oh, yes, you will, because you'll you get bombarded ads? by ads. You think so? Yeah, yeah think my, my daughter it. was telling me, I was doing something and reminded her of an ad that she saw. And she was like, oh, but haven't you seen it? And I was like, my dear, I haven't seen ad-supported media in a very, very uh, long yeah, time. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. I have no idea what uh, you're talking I've been about. running into these challenges with my favorite websites, you know, going... Uh, we see you're suppressing our ads yes. in your website, but we really need that revenue to keep going. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll let you post ads in my, you know, in my face, just because you want you, you want your favorite websites. But to now, keep Gavin, we have been running long, and oh yeah, yeah, sure. We need to give the people what they want, Gavin. Oh yeah, you're right, and we're failing that. We're just mouthing off. Newsmaker of the year, Ooh. Huawei, and I called it. Uh, I said uh, it before, <laughs> and I love you guys, Huawei South Africa. You're doing amazing work, but. I do not think that the mobile industry will suffer in any way should Huawei disappear from the map tomorrow. That's a big statement. Okay, by by disappear you mean stop making handsets. Because if their 5G technology goes away, we won't know it, but the world will be limping on with third-rate 5G. No, they won't. No, they won't. Oh, please. We've had the discussions about 5G, the new radio stuff, which is pretty much an LTE advantage. Yeah, yeah, we we know 5G is really being talked up beyond what it's yeah. actually capable of at this point but still and the Huawei stuff was giving you that NR okay. technology so, which so, so LTE the, can match okay. at some stage with some but, clever but the reason Huawei is our newsmaker of the year is because despite all these setbacks they have risen above to become China's leading phone maker you know to do that they had to unseat Apple they had to unseat Samsung they had to unseat all its local competitors in China it's then penetrated European markets in a big way. It's penetrated African markets in a big way. You know, three or four years ago, Huawei was nobody in South, Af- yeah. in South Africa. And then they and spent now, money. Yes, I know. <laughs> but but they did so wisely in order to capture that market. So Huawei's become, you know, now a prominent brand name for everyone coming out of nowhere in just three or four years. So um, they're the newsmaker because their efforts were sabotaged deliberately by the US. We are still wondering why they had to sabotage Huawei's 5G efforts in the US, perhaps to prop up American industries, who knows. Um, But despite all this adversity, they've come out, except for the most recent misstep. In my opinion, there's now hard evidence that shows that the Chinese government threatened certain countries overtaking Huawei's technologies and adopting adopting them in their countries or else there would be repercussions as the Chinese government. So the Chinese government threatened uh, Denmark, I believe, yeah. and then Germany. Of all people, you don't want to be threatening Germany. But in any event, there's hard evidence showing that the Chinese government has threatened these other countries with repercussions if they don't use Huawei technology. So, I mean, one of their statements to Germany, for example, was just because uh, we also produce cars doesn't mean we're going to stop 
German cars coming into China because that would be protectionism. Yeah. So therefore, it's like a veiled threat that they could just overnight I'm, stop I'm, German cars. I'm sure cars. Volkswagen got, got a bit they yeah. shook in their boots a bit because uh. they have a lovely little facility mm. sitting outside um, Hanzhou, I think. So I think these are producing the, the ID3s. These <laughs> are the these are the veiled threats, you know. These are the veiled threats, and I, I think it's most unfortunate that the Chinese government has come out with that because it it sort of belies their stance that that their their businesses and their government position are two independent entities. You know, now they've converged them in those kind of statements. You know. Anyway, so anyway, while we our newsmaker for the year. Yeah, definitely. And Jason, but unfortunate that you think that our newsmaker of the year could get wiped out and it wouldn't make any difference. That's that's just where I'm standing uh, on this fine, man. I, fine. I, they they make some good hardware. A lot of people have done good things with their Apple hardware. could be wiped out and no one would know the difference. Oh no, everyone would know, man. Yes, I know everyone those freaking fanboys <laughs> weeping and gnashing of teeth in the corner there. Uh, mm. I've just become very sensitive to thoughtful design. Okay. And Huawei produce good hardware, um, but they've copied their way all the way there. Which a lot of other people have done. I see you've read the marketing material on, for Apple then. On, yes, good. On the, <laughs> the, the software side, they just haven't done anything spectacular. Sure, sure. The software side is, is languishing in and general. And when they've done things, they've just completely kept it to themselves. And they haven't added mm. to the, 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 the consciousness, the global consciousness. Okay. Um, well, we'll see him and stuff comes out. Okay. Uh, awesome. what, what else do we have to tell people before the end of the year Nothing breaks upon much, us? Nothing Gavin. Is that I'm it? just saying... Protect your ears, love your hearing. Uh-huh. I was at a concert, I was at the Royal, the Full Up Royal Buffalo Gang concert. Right. I was down in the media, but uh-huh. creating content. Um, and the bass and the speakers and the tweeters uh-huh. were doing war with my skull. Uh-huh. And what did I do? I put in my trusty iFrogs Impulse Duos uh-huh. into my ears just to block the noise out, to suppress uh-huh. the noise a little bit. Um, those, those are the true wireless individual buds. Uh, no, no. They, they have the little drumby that you clip onto your, onto your shirt. Oh, yes, yes, that's right, the, the white, gray. They're gray, the dual gray drivers. Yes, dual, yes, dual yes, drivers. those are great. Yeah, yeah but yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the rubbers, the, the tips, mm. are actually quite wide. Yes, um, yes. And so they do a nice job of sealing. Ah, okay. So it's just that okay. passive noise right. It okay. was good. I'm all about listening to the best audio you can. Sure. So supporting companies that support good wired sure. audio. Agreed. Uh, even wireless audio. Mm. Um, and yeah, take care of your ears, man. Trust me, you are going to yes, regret. Yes, you'll, you'll appreciate <laughs> it later. I was one of those who in my clubbing youth just completely <laughs> destroyed their hearing. It's a bit dubious. Any headphone reviews I do, you can take with a pinch of salt. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay, so when fine. the headphones are good, you don't have to play it loud. True. It's um, exactly right. Other thing, also protect your eyes, man. Stop watching feature-length films on <laughs> your smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> Huddle around your TV with your family. Right. Interact with other people. Maybe go to the cinema. If you do not pay for what you like enjoying, yeah. the people who make that won't have money to make any more of it. Okay, Vote look, with your wallet. I've been using computers for 35 <laughs> years. It's a bit of a giveaway on my age. I've been using computers for 35 years. I'm the only person I know who doesn't wear spectacles. So I don't know what that says Man, about, I'm you know. still waiting for the data to come out, the long-term studies of okay. like what looking at five-inch screens has done yeah. to like everyone our age. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because we've right. like grown up next to, alongside technology. As yes, but also, I mean, if you worked with computers your whole life, you can look at physical impacts on your body, but yeah. you're getting in the weeds. Yeah, it's that, not a good that, way to go into the year. That's just my parting note for the year. It's like start 2020. If you're buying any gadgetry this year, make sure that they improve your, your comfort levels, either with your eyes or with your ears yeah. or with your daily interactions. Okay. <laughs> and remember, 
that there's an equation for how you mention, how you quantify value. Value is the right feature set at the right price with the right build quality. That is how you discover value. So may I impress upon you that in your future tech purchases going into 2020, you look for value. Feature set, price, build quality. Okay. And usage. Well, we just said it's the right usage. Okay, that's my message for 2020. I'm I'm over and out. Yeah, that's me. You can find me on thatopiningguy.co.za. And yeah, that's it for Overclocked in 2019. See you in 2020. Or hear you, talk to you. Yes. I don't know what the... Email us. Email us at overclockedzar, exactly like it sounds. Overclockedza at gmail.com. We're looking for your mails. We'll give you a shout out. We'll answer your questions. We'll dominate in 2020. Bye-bye.